That's recording. Dope. Okay, we're live again. The real episode one. Since real... I we had technical difficulties, I messed up the first episode, corrupted all the files, and now we're now we're doing our real episode one post fight. Real UFC two seventy eight Usman versus Edwards. Holy shit, dude! Two, yeah, you got to add the two in there because there was definitely it's about definitely to be assault. three. It's about now, to be three. There has to be a third one. Oh, you yeah. can't have a dominant champion like Usman and not. Well, let's yeah. let's let's recap, right? All right, all right. So first of all, we both had Usman going into this fight as our pick, and oh, yeah. lost episode one. Um, hey, that's cool. We'll have we'll have one of those lost episodes now. Kinda There's like, just a video file lost somewhere in cyberspace. Yeah, <laughs> but we both had Edwards going into it as our pick. Um, I think I said that. He would win a decision, and Russell oh. Edwards. I think I said oh, that, Usman. Yeah. that Usman would win a decision wrestling I Edwards. Thought, yeah, and I thought he would knock him out. Yeah, and that almost happened. He was dominating Edwards in a way. I mean, Edwards surprised me in the first round when he took his back. He was, like, grappling yeah. with him pretty well. First man to officially take down Kamaru Usman. That was nuts. First takedown. That's crazy. Even just that fact right there that Usman had never been taken down until a kickboxer Leon Edwards takes him down. Unfair to call him a kickboxer. I mean, he's a mixed martial artist, but, but yeah, it, he's mostly his, kickboxer. His specialty is kickboxing, and yep. Usman wasn't expecting that. That's that's what happened, and he messed up. He kind of like mm-hmm. lost his footing or something. Like I don't remember exactly yeah, how it the was scary. happened. He almost got choked out in the first yeah. round. <laughs> he was pretty patient with it though it didn't seem like he was too freaked out about getting choked out but no he, he definitely was not was, in a good spot it was close it was close it was a scary spot but yeah then he went on to dominate the rest of the fight for four rounds and 40 minutes or no 40 yeah no yeah 40 seconds yeah it was the last minute of fifth round when leon edwards surprised us all with a crazy head kick and just did a walk-off knockout on kramaru usman Man, that was so nasty and so unexpected because Usman was dominating. Yeah. Man. I was just, yeah, I was That's... just sitting there watching and I was just like, all right, we have a minute left, whatever. Just we're about to just finish the pay-per-view and go home. And then it just that happens and everybody just lit up. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. It was such a a beautiful setup by Edwards, too. Mm-hmm. It's something that he's done in the past. Like yeah, he has it was definitely basics, thrown that. Yeah thrown that combo before i don't know if, if i mean just the the way he set it up was perfect like he threw the jab jab straight yep. but he didn't throw him with the intention to actually land him he just no, it was to, to get him to move yeah just yeah he just baited him get that reaction from uzman to you know he get, got him to lean to the side off, and get kicked yep right into that kick man that that was nasty yep. a hard a really hard kick um and Kamara just seen, lights out, just lights out. It was nasty. Yeah, I had seen a video of Edwards drilling that in practice. Yeah. yeah, and and he's knocked someone. I forgot who, but he's knocked somebody out before with that same setup. Probably a while ago. He hasn't finished a fight in years. And it didn't happen until Usman stopped coming forward. Like he took his feet off the gas pedal for like ten seconds. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. He, he was going at, yeah, he was pressuring the whole fight up until that moment. And it just happened. It was so sudden. That's the great thing about this sport. Anything can happen in the blink of an eye. You can't just be like, oh, this is over. Nope. 
That's why I love this sport, man. You never know what's going to happen. It doesn't matter how big someone, another fighter's aura is. Like you had Nunez or like Ronda Rousey back in the day. Usman now, like no one is invincible, especially in mixed martial arts. No. Nobody. There's always a technique, always somebody that rises to the occasion. And that's exactly what we saw. Yeah, man. It it was awesome. You And you got to feel good for like Edwards, right? Yeah. Absolutely. What was he like on a 10 fight win streak, two year layoff because of the pandemic? He was like the biggest, the most underrated fighter in the, the division. Everybody thought he was going to lose. I thought he was going to lose. I'll admit that. We all thought he did. Yep. So, and a rough background like most, most people it. that get into this sport. Mm-hmm. Coming up, you know, poverty and all that, rough past. And hey, did you see the post fight stuff? Yeah, I watched the uh, what the the press conference. Yeah, but even just even before that, like the the Rogan interview at the end. Can you hear me alright? Because you kind of froze. There you yeah. go. Okay. All right. Okay. All cool. right. There yeah. You go. Yeah. No, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. In the in the octagon, the octagon interview. Yeah, the octagon interview, and then they played the Rocky theme song. Did Leon they? Rocky Edwards. Yeah, they played the Rocky theme song when he was walking out. Okay, or not, not, not when he was walking out, but like when he was leaving. Yeah, when he was yeah, leaving. He was leaving. No, 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 but at that point, I was, I was out of, I was out of the bar. I was just like, all right, I stayed. Yeah. yeah. Fans were chanting Rocky, and then they showed like a video of him like facetiming his mom. Oh, did they? Yeah. Well, not like okay. in the actual event, but afterwards, like on Twitter, you could see him facetiming his mom, crying, okay. saying like, "I told you, I told you." I mean, that's. That that was awesome, dude. I mean, it's just a really it's a big deal. Like Yeah, it Usman is a big deal. Was Usman was about to take he, He's about to tie with Anderson Silva. Tie it, yeah. Not, yeah, I thought he was gonna overtake it, but no, he No, it was gonna, gonna be tie. tie with Anderson and looks like nobody's ever gonna tie Anderson Silva. It's such a crazy <laughs> record. Was it sixteen? Yeah, froze again, bro. Can you hear me all right? Like nobody's had no okay. All right, you're good again. Oh, did you hear what I said or no? Uh, stopped at like sixteen. This is oh, uh, he had ten times that he defended it. Okay, and it says sixteen straight times he had his hand raised. Okay, so sixteen fight win streak, and then but he defended the title ten times. Okay, so all right, sixteen fight win streak. Yep, nobody's gonna get another sixteen. Um, Usman had like a few takedowns. He had like was it? four or five, seven, something like that. Crazy I amount. Was, I think it was like five. Yeah. I remember the thing, the little display popped up where it's like, oh, fifth time or so many times that he's done this in a fight. So, yeah, it was a big wrestling game for him, and he did try to knock him out, but he couldn't. So, but it was, it was an entertaining fight, no matter what. I think he thought he won in like the last. Oh yeah, definitely. Half left and definitely, I'm sure he was comfortable. Got a little too comfortable. That's. But like we said, no one, no one's invincible in this game, man. That's right. Uh, you want to add on anything else to about this main event, or you want to go down to uh, co-main? I mean, the only other thing is when the rematch will happen because it will be a trilogy. It has to be. I hope it's in London. That'd be great for Leon. Dana was talking about Wembley. Could you See? imagine though? They got they get Leon Edwards defending the title. They get Patty Pimblett, and they got Molly Meatball. 
Don't forget Darren Till. We got to get Darren Till on that card. Aspinall. Yeah. They got Aspinall. They can go to. They can. They can definitely fill up. It's gonna pack it up just with even one or two of those fighters. It'll fill up. But stadiums. I don't think I'll ever do a stadium show. It's tricky. He said his grape with that is the weather, especially in some in a place like like Wembley. Yeah, it's gonna be rainy, and you know they have an open roof at Wembley, and also fans wouldn't be able to see everything in that cage. Dude, I love the UFC. I love MMA. But I, it's like the atmosphere is great live. But oh, I, yeah, I gotta fun. say, I prefer watching it on TV, man. Like yeah. just from like <laughs> analyzing it standpoint, from seeing anything oh, yeah. that's going on. Yeah, on TV, you're not gonna miss anything. You have yeah, to when go you're to a live show. Oh but... yeah, for sure. When you're there and you're like, it's hard to see it, like the grappling exchanges. I get that. We've been there. But yeah, I mean, they've done a few stadiums. What is it? They did a. Uh... Marvel Australia, Stadium. Australia, yeah, the Ronda Rousey and Holly Holm fight—that was the stadium fight. And the Adesanya versus um, what do you fight in Australia? Hmm. No, wasn't it Whitaker. Whitaker, Whitaker, Whitaker fought in Australia, yeah, versus Adesanya, right? Whitaker, Adesanya, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia versus New Zealand. That was the yeah, that was the tag for that. Back when Adesanya claimed New Zealand more. Yeah, <laughs> now he's Nigerian, right? Yeah, well, always has been, but was you a know, bit... born here, raised there, you know. What okay, I mean. want to go through the rest of the card? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay. Wait, who do you think would take the the rematch? Oh, oh the trilogy fight when that happens. Hmm. I think Kamaru could. Yeah, dude, it makes it really interesting how I, I mean, agree. we just saw like Amanda Nunes go through the same thing where she got finished and but then she changed her whole game plan and everything and she came back and took the belt back. So I think Kamaru is capable of that, too. I mean, and he was winning the fight. Mm-hmm. He was winning the fight. So it's literally just a slip in the last minute. If that minute had gone by, he'd still be champion. Yeah, no, well, for sure. Oh, yeah, the scorecards were on his side, no matter what. Oh, yeah. And it makes it interesting going forward, moving forward mm-hmm. with the whole division in general. Like, now you got, like, Hamzat. Now, Kobe sure. Covington can challenge again. Kobe can be a champion again if he wants to. Oh, yeah. It'd be, it'd be a hard one, but it'd be interesting. And then how, how cool is that, though? Like, if you think back to the Nate Diaz-Leon Edwards fight, mm-hmm. Nate Diaz almost taking taking it in the fifth round if there was like another round or two diehard diaz fans like like me will think that diaz would have won that fight if it was like oh, yeah. 10 rounds yeah if, if fights were 10 rounds then Nate Diaz would never lose a fight Mm-mm. <laughs> so that's just how good Nate Diaz is yeah so right. slow starter but he's a dog literally hope he doesn't get murdered by Hamzat though yeah next month mm. it's gonna be, a be an one. interesting one it'll be a very interesting fight for real. More on that later on. Okay, let's see. As far as within the prelims, we only really talked about the featured prelim. It was Marjan Tabura and Alexander Romanov. That was a big upset in that fight also. Yeah, did we choose Romanov for that one? Yeah, yeah, because he was undefeated. Was he like 16-0 and 0 or something? Yeah, and you were right. I heard them say it was his debut in the UFC. Yep. So It was his debut... He's, you know, big prospect, but Marjan Tubura just 
beat him down. Yeah, bad beat down. Um, majority decision. Mm-hmm. I remember there's uh, a lot of grappling in that fight. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of called that one, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I have to go back and listen to the episode one and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or half. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, good for Marjan Tabura. Maybe he'll fight like another guy in the top 10 of the uh, heavyweights, whoever that could be, because the heavyweight division's kind of stale right now. We're all waiting for Francis to come back. It is, man. How long has Francis been gone? Since uh, January, because he had his surgery in March. So yeah, January was when he fought um, Cyril Gan. Yeah, the heavyweight division, man. It needs... Like the top five, it's been the top five, the same top five for months and years at this point. It's yeah. what Derek Lewis, Stipe Miocic, Cyril Gan, Volkov, Overeem for a bit, but it's always been those guys. Jones is supposed to be on. We'll see. We'll see if they make that happen. Um, I, I don't know who would be next for Tybora. Me uh, neither. Some maybe Aspinelli or maybe let's see. I don't know. Heavyweight division's kind of. I'd have to look at the rankings to see who's would be a good opponent for him. But yeah, I'd have to. Oh, can pull him up real quick. Okay. Oh yeah, you got that gone. Gone versus Tui Vaza in two Paris. weeks from now. Yeah. Let's see, you got Francis Ngannou, Gan, Tuivaza, Blades, Aspinall, Volkov, Pavlovich, Derek Lewis, Jarzinho, and then you got Tibora. I guess he could, I could see him fighting like uh, Lewis, Jarzinho. I could, I think he would make sense for him to fight Jarzinho. That'd be a good one. Yeah, even Volkov. I mean, he's ranked number six. That could get him up, up pretty high. Not too much to be uh I don't know if I'm just being overly critical, but I don't like there's not too much to be excited about in heavyweight. Nope. Not until they make the John Jones Steve Miocic fight. That's the that, next exciting thing. That's that's gonna be cool. That and then whoever yeah. can fight Nganu after that. That's the only yeah. thing I'm excited about when it comes to heavyweights right now. Yeah, otherwise it's a pretty stale division as of this moment. All right. And then moving on to the main card. The first fight, like we predicted, Tyson Pedro knocked out Harry Hunsucker. Tyson Pedro, first round knockout. That was nasty, man. Was that a kick to the liver or to the stomach? Liver, dude. I think it was liver. I'd have to look. I'd have to look at it again. Because it was kind of like it wasn't a side kick. It was more like, you know, an up kick. And I thought it like got him right in the gut, like right in the stomach. And he just folded the guy. I mean, yeah, just the way he folded made me think that was a liver shot, but. Nasty either way, dude. Like, there's not even much to say. It was a minute and five seconds. Like, how much more flawless can you get? We also talked last week or last week on Friday, the other day. We brought up his camp. Yes. With with Eugene Barman over there and what's their what's their city kickboxing with Adesanya and Yep. Badass camp, dude. Very good team. Very good, good exciting things are doing down there. Yeah, they got some they got some prospects and are some champions and you know. So yeah, I think what Tyson Pedro, I think he could even be ready for like a number fifteen or number fourteen light heavyweight. 
those yeah. kind of knockouts. So, yeah, maybe he'll be ranked sometime soon. I think so. He he's got to be. If he was looked really good, he's got a great team. He's got great coaches. Yeah. So he could sure. take out. I think maybe like just because uh was it very soon during the next one was it Johnny Walker? Johnny Walker. That'd be a good opponent for him. I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be a very interesting opponent. All right. Then we move on to Lucy Prilova defeated Wu Yanan. This was the fight that you were like wondering, why is this on the main card? I and still course, wondered. Yeah. Yeah. It's not little... like, sorry. What was no, you... you go for it. No, no, you go for it. it. It reminded me of like, you know how people were talking about that, that women's fight high up in the card in that Dominic Cruz versus Chito Vera mm-hmm. fight. But that fight was really good. That, yeah. Those girls were like 20 and 23. Oh, mm-hmm. that, yeah, the, yeah. The one girl who was like, a baby and then yeah they were like young and they fought each other before in the amateurs or something yeah one was mexican one was brazilian yeah young they were so good that fight was so good i was hoping i was hoping it was like jaregui or something like that i don't even know how you say your name it was yasmin yaregui yaregui and yasmin lucindo yeah 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 both yasmin i was hoping this fight was gonna surprise like that i was like i don't but no, no. But we, no. On paper, we we predicted like Wu Yanan. She's lost the last like she's one in four <laughs> in their last four fights. So we were like, uh, not looking good. And of course, you know, she got finished in the second round. Yeah, I I don't even remember. I think I, I made a joke or something about. That I, I think I was eating wings at that time. I was more focused on getting blue cheese on my wings. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, I know how this is gonna go. I made so, myself a drink or something during that. Okay, fair, fair. All right, and then on to the three big fights of the night. We had Marab Devalishvili, and you were right. You picked him. He beat Jose Aldo. Yeah, um, I thought he would be able to take him down more, dude. Jose Aldo's takedown defense. Takedown defense stood. Against yeah. the fence, he was good. Yeah, dude, and I think we said something about him being like ninety-five or something high, something in the ninety percentile range of effectiveness in takedown defense, and he yeah. he showed that man. He showed it, but one thing I noticed in this fight, you know, the first two rounds were interesting, but then uh, the third round, Aldo just stopped. Uh, there was like little to no offense on his end. He was just standing there in front of Marab. Yeah, he he was, and he wasn't being aggressive. I thought he he there he was no aggression. Should've on either side, aggressive. on either side, they were both just standing there, just waiting to counter the other, and that kind of made for a, like a somebody do something like. Yeah, and he came out with like a very, tight Muay Thai stance. Oh yeah, immediately it reminded me of that Khalil Roundtree when he came back from Thailand. And he was just like, with the just whole bouncing on his feet with the elbows up high, and yeah, but I... yeah, you're right. He did have good leg kicks and all that, but. Marab just was faster and he was the better man. Clinching him up against the cage. Mm-hmm. A lot of pressure. It was all pressure on Marab just to clinch him against the cage. That's what I saw most of the night. Yeah, good. Showed some good cardio and up in Utah with that elevation, dude. This was, like that was. I forgot all about that. I yeah. thought, yeah, people were like, "Oh, Utah's high elevation." I'm like, "Where is Salt Lake? Do we even know where that's at?" But yeah, apparently there's high elevation there. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of cardio, man, the co-main. Oh, the co-main. I, I oh, my if you God. S- I don't know if you want to skip the Aldo one already, but we talked about cardio. and. I mean, we know. We, I mean, 
we, I mean, the only thing we could say is what's next for Marab and what's next for Aldo. Hmm. Aldo, it sucks, man, because he's a legend. Yeah. He's a legend, and he always does really well in his fights, lately, especially against um he, against good guys. He They're doesn't just, look rusty. He doesn't look rusty at all. No, nah, he's just been unlucky, or in this case, just not aggressive enough. Right. And then let's see, ahead of these guys, so we've got Piotr Jan fighting Sean O'Malley soon. I can't wait we've for that. We've got Dillashaw fighting Aljamain for the title in two months. And Sanhagen is fighting Sonya Dong. Good so point. unless let's Cheeto see. just fought, Cheeto just fought. So it may, maybe we could see Marab versus Cheeto. Maybe I want Cheeto. I want Cheeto to, Cheeto to win. I They're both ranked against... five and six. They're five and six, and yeah. everybody ahead of them, four through the champion, they're all taken right now. Jose just lost, so he could, you know, maybe he could take on Dominic Cruz. We could have a legend versus legend fight. That's what I was gonna say. I want, I want, I want Jose Aldo versus Dominic Cruz. They're both coming off a loss. They're both legends. It's a rematch, like a, from WEC or something, right? Yeah, those days. Yeah, that's back know. in the day. Or so, I mean, he could, there's also you know Ricky Simone fought recently, picked up a good win, or even Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Yeah, but well, yeah, Frank, there's there's options. Frankie should retire. Yeah, but, they should retire. But I mean, if we're just making old old guys fight old guys, yeah. why not? But <laughs> see, that's the thing though. Like a Dominic Dominic Cruz looked really good against Chito. He he was looking good. He was winning. He was on in the scorecards. I would say he was winning. Oh yeah, he was up. He's just just almost like in the main event this time. Just walked into a kick. Yeah, leaned into a kick. And and Aldo, I mean, he. Just wasn't aggressive enough, but they didn't look bad. Right. Speaking of bad, no. Okay, speaking <laughs> of bad, another comment. Yeah. All right. Let's go. No, no, no. The well, well, you did. You did mention earlier something about about. Ch- I wanted to say Chito. I want him to fight the winner of the O'Malley versus Piotr Jan. Okay. I think I, I think Chito has to have a either a title fight or a fight that gets him a title fight. Because it's Next. already going to be a while before we see the, the Bantamweight title defended again. Yep. You know, we got to keep these people active. Can't yeah, just, yeah. Let, just can't have them sitting there waiting. What a fun this division. Is, yeah, this is, it's been rejuvenated. The Bantamweight yeah. division was kind of scary there for a minute, but it's back. So it's many good. exciting again, yeah. So many good fighters on there, man. Um, But, yeah, sorry. So back to this horrible cardio display but a fun fight either way Luke Rockhold and Paulo Costa it looked like a bar fight man yeah it looked like a street fight looked like my uncle's fighting on the holidays (laughs) on the parking lot I was like oh where have I seen this before oh I'm like is it the elevation it's my uncle's fighting at the barbecue (laughs) 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 but yeah no it was exciting the first round was exciting you know, they were both Rockhold's kicks were nasty. His spinning kicks, all those techniques, nasty. You could just hear the slap against the ribs throughout the whole arena. And Paulo is just, you know, the boulder because he's just a rock. But then after the first round, they just gassed out. Especially Rockhold, dude. He was holding onto his knees, bent over, didn't want to sit, wasn't listening to his coaches. You could hear him breathing all loud. Oh, yeah. He, his mouth was open. Yeah, you could the whole see time. It. It was bad. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna get knocked out cold. I thought it was. Yeah, it's gonna be like a just walk off knockout, just lights out to the upside down. 
Yeah. But either way, Apollo just stopped good. swinging too. I was yeah, Costa like, got tired too. Yeah. That was he should I was like he's right in front of him. I was like, dude, just throw. Just come on, just throw a jab, anything. Overhand right, something, but no. Somehow, even though Rocco looked so tired and, and out of like out of shape, really, he ends up leaving the fight more respected, at least in my opinion, than Costa. Because dude, yeah. you can't have a fighter looking like Luke Rockhold was looking and not knock him out. When you look like Paulo Costa, when you hit like Paulo Costa, you know. When you look and hit like Paulo Costa and Luke Rockhold, what is it? He took him down and then he smeared the funny. Yeah, the whole the funny moment of the fight was Luke Rockhold smearing his blood all over Paulo Costa's face. That was so nasty, but I laughed so hard. <laughs> oh, I, I was, was laughing like, too. I was like, "This is why people hate this sport, dude. This is the reason that people <laughs> hate this sport. The optics that like we were talking about." I was like, "I would totally do that too." What are we talking about? Just. Make it nasty. Just <laughs> rub your face just all over the other guy's face. Just cover him in blood. It's disgusting. So funny. Yeah. Um, I thought Rockhold was going to find more success on the ground. He was starting to. But yep. I mean, that 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 should have been a, a knockout from Costa, really. Yeah, it was Yeah, bad performance on Paulo Costa's end. But, you know, that's just how he goes. Rocco hmm. hang, hangs up the gloves, though. I think a good decision. At the end, yep, yep. At the end, he retired. That was a good decision. It sucks, though, to see like uh, fighters leave after a loss like that. Yeah. So yeah, next for Paulo Costa. I mean, he could fight and see if Marvin Vittori is fighting Robert Whitaker in France. So maybe the winner of that fight or such. Hey, prior. You think they would make that fight again? Hmm. I mean, who else? Darren Till. Uh, unless they have, let's see. There's Jack Hermanson, Sean Strickland. I don't know. Derek Brunson. I don't know. Those are the only options for him, unless he decides to, or maybe he should just move up to light heavyweight. Yeah, I gotta imagine that part of the reason, aside from being super jacked like that, which is never good for your cardio. Yeah. It, it's probably also a weight cut thing. Oh, yeah. You know, last time when he fought Vittori, he was like 20 pounds overweight. So they had to do it at, yeah, they had to do it at light heavyweight. Yeah. Dude, speaking of weight changes, El Kukui, Tony Ferguson. Yes, that was, a, yes, that was announced yesterday. Tony Ferguson moving to welterweight. That's a good move, man, because he was looking rough with those weight cuts before, too. Yeah. Well, I want to say it's a good move, but I don't think he's, got anything for you know they'll make fun fights but also he's fighting the leech what's his name uh jang jang lang or yeah yeah or lee yang i don't leech. remember the sure. leech though yeah the leech. leech yeah everybody if you watch fights it's the leech yeah <laughs> but yeah, yeah leech he's got knockout power so we'll see we'll see what he's got yeah but i mean yeah, I don't see you know Ferguson doing anything to like Kobe. No, no, not Kobe Hamza, Covington Kamaru, or anybody. No, in the top five. But he'll make a couple of good like prize fight moments, and who knows? Fight McGregor at that weight. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole car. We ran over this, and we went over. The main event already. All we have left is uh 
the other events from the weekend. I did not watch BKFC. I saw some highlights, mostly just on Twitter. Didn't watch okay. it. Was that I work? stayed up and we watched it? Yeah, I couldn't find it. No, on the no. Well, I found that it. Website wasn't working for me either. Okay, but, I was I was able to watch it last night. Let's see. The big moment of the fight was in the first round. Uh, we're talking about Mike Perry and Michael Venom Page. Mike Perry got the knockdown in the first round. I did after... see that. Hmm? Yeah, he just he stepped a step forward with the right hand and just clipped him and. MVP's face just swelled up. <laughs> and let's see. MVP dominated the rest of the fight, playing at distance and such. Mike Perry won the fifth round, and that made the fight a draw. Then they went to, like, uh, I guess this was a first for me. They went to a sudden death, like one extra round, and Mike Perry won that. So that made him the winner of the whole fight. Yeah, when I heard about that sudden death thing, I was like, "What?" I know. I was like, this. "They just made an extra round out of nowhere. They couldn't. They can't. They don't have draws in bare knuckle. I guess. I don't know. Could be a good move if yeah. UFC did an extra round to break ties. Sometimes, yeah. Let's see. But other other than that, what I see, Michael Benham Page going back to Bellator because he clearly did not enjoy that <laughs> going to I mean, bare knuckle. He lost that decision. Yeah, he lost, and even though. He, he, I know he thought he won, but he did outstrike Perry, I guess, but I don't know. And then Perry goes on and he calls out Jake Paul. You think, did he do that? Yeah. That's uh, the post-conference in, in, in the, uh, what do you call that, a circle? Yeah. It's <laughs> a circle. It's not a ring or anything. There's no way Mike Perry beats Jake Paul, dude. I don't think. You don't think so? Not in a boxing match. In a bar fight, he'd kill him, but not in a boxing ring. Yeah, we'll see. I I doubt that'll ever even happen, but that's just yeah. Mike Perry being Mike Perry. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm like, oh, there he goes. And then, let's see. Okay, so the other big event was Joshua and Usyk, the rematch in Saudi Arabia. Usyk with the... Is it fair to call it an upset again? I mean, you. I think feel like everybody would think Joshua, right? Uh, upset again. I mean, not really. I mean, we saw that he beat him the first time, so it's like, all right, it's not going to be an upset if he does it again, especially the way it went. Yeah, and same, pretty much the same way, no? I mean, yeah. one judge had it for, for Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, it was That's a split insane. decision. It was a split decision. The scores were very, very close uh, but yeah, from what I noticed, uh, Usyk, same game plan, you know, step in with a straight left, doing like three hit combos and just bouncing around all over the place. The only one that kind of did change his game was Joshua. Completely different approach in this fight. He changed levels. He was a lot lower, didn't fight as tall and slower and he did do a lot of work to the body which i predicted that he would yeah, do a lot more did. uppercuts and such he did and he actually that. yeah and he actually did hurt Usyk. and was it rounds was it eight and nine it was he hurt him in both yeah no with the body shots i think he froze again bro can you hear me all right it's very scary no you froze yeah i can hear you okay all right, cool yeah yeah eight and nine What's that? Eight and nine, yeah. Rounds yeah. eight and nine, and then rounds 10, 11, and 12, Usyk came back even better. 
he just turned it back on and just won decisively. That that's cool for him, man. Especially with all that. I mean, fighting with the Ukraine with yeah. the Ukraine and then coming back and still beating Joshua twice. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Who else? Who else could claim something like that? You know. Nobody. And then he what? He called out Tyson Fury afterwards. So we'll see if Fury wants to retire or not. But I would love to see that fight. I would love to see that fight too. I got Fury on that one. All right. So we have two big fights coming up. This is it next month? We've got. Uh, Andy Ruiz fighting King Kong Ortiz. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. So maybe the winner of that challenge Usyk or Deontay Wilder is making his comeback in October. So somebody there will have to fight for, you know, that uh, vacant green WBC belt. So we'll see. Deontay Wilder has been hanging out at the UFC Apex. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been seeing him on on everything on the contender series and on the um i don't know just social media in general he, he there's like videos of okay. him being there in the apex i think dana white said in some press conference that that he's going to be that he's been training there using the facilities okay. and stuff i don't know what that means but i mean there's a lot there's a lot to work with there cuz his his technique's not that good yeah <laughs> so he's got he's got room to learn <laughs> so He's just got the, as we know, Deontay Wilder just has that one punch knockout, and that's it. Yeah, definitely. Tyson Fury did exploit that. He can't boxing. Box. Yeah, that boxing that aspect. Yeah. And, I mean, who who else? But Tyson Fury's boxing is amazing. He's mm-hmm. That's why, I, I, ideally, I'd want to see him fight Usyk. I think, he, I think Fury's the best in the world, I think. I think he beats Usyk. I think he beats everybody. Joshua. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he would definitely piece up Anthony Joshua. Like as we know, even was it though the fun part also about this fight was uh post fight Anthony Joshua took the microphone and cut like a little wrestling promo, and what was it? He talked about how what's it? He's not a twelve round fighter. We definitely saw that, <laughs> and yeah, he just pretty much gave Usyk props. Well, I don't know, man. I feel like he's he's dropped. He's dropped off. He's dropped off. Yeah, his next fight, it, it won't be against a big, big name. It'll be maybe like Chizora or something, some some heavyweight, just to like you know bring him back up slowly. Because yeah, he's dropped off a bit. Yeah, I, I'm most more excited about uh, hopefully a Tyson Fury versus Usyk. Yeah, I'll do. Yeah. That, at the end of the day, for that, the only re- way to get that to happen is money. You know, money talks. Only money will make Tyson Fury come out of retirement if he stays retired. So we'll see. Yeah, that's true. And, oh, and then uh, I was going to say, so yeah, we'll wait and see with the heavyweight division, how it shakes out. But ideally, I would like to see uh, undisputed champions sometime soon. Yeah. Not just the belts lingering all over the place. See, that's one thing that I I hate about boxing. How many yep. different so belts many there belts. are. So many belts. But, that's something yeah. UFC is doing right. Yeah. It's the one champion in each division, and that's it. Not like, oh, they have this belt and that belt. And, no. This organization and that organization. It makes it fun, but only if the champions are willing to fight each other, too. And that's the problem, though. You got all of these problems with making fights that should be easily made. And on the other hand, you got the UFC... With we were talking about last time too, with yeah. 
um, the matchmakers doing an awesome mm-hmm. job at making really good fights that everybody wants to see, and that usually makes sense. Occasionally, you'll have your O'Malley versus Jan type of matchups, <laughs> yeah. but that one's fun too. Kim Kimaya versus fight, Diaz, yeah. weird one, but it doesn't make sense. But it, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, we'll see how the heavyweight division shakes up. I mean. Yeah, only time will tell. Only time. This is very too soon to tell what they'll decide. If that fight were to happen, it would probably be next year. Let me see. Next year. Was, yeah, because right now it's August. Boxer is like, to, yeah, no, maybe December if we're lucky, but I doubt it. Said so probably be a next year type of fight anyway. And and also we do know that Tyson Fury isn't completely done. He may he may be retired with his boxing but he still promised us that hybrid fight with francis and ganu yeah that would be that'd be <laughs> that'd be sick i mean again it would have to be a hybrid fight i don't want to see any more mma versus boxing in a boxing ring no we get it i think that i think they agreed with it, it would be a, a boxing ring but with like mma gloves little four ounces that's um, cool but that's still not enough they, there's got to be like mma clinching involved or like in a cage something. Um, a couple kicks. Oh, you know what I really like, dude. Have you watched one? What they're do, what they do every now and then. Oh yeah, yeah. Those like fun little like weird special attraction fights where they they'll do like one round in kickboxing rules and then another round in MMA rules. Yeah, and one round in jiu-jitsu rules or whatever. Like that's yeah, yeah. sick. I like that's that. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting when you want to get specialists to fight each other. I think if you have two mixed martial artists, they should fight MMA the whole time. But when you got a guy that's like only fought a certain style his whole life and then mm-hmm. they should mix it up a little bit. That would make some fun boxing versus MMA fights. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. Or that some hybrid. Happen. Yeah. Not not go over the board with like how what's that one? Triller. Oh my god, they're terrible. <laughs> Somehow Triller's still in business. Just just you see that like triangle shaped ring they have now? I haven't even paid it's attention like, to that. They, they call it like triad combat. It's terrible. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. They're that's a circus show. One one is coming to Amazon Prime though. So it's gonna be available to America to US fans. Finally. That's gonna be a good competitor to at least to Bellator. I think she's too big, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Bellator, yeah, they they were a bit shaky with moving from you know being on TV to going to was it Paramount and now on Showtime. So good moves. Yeah. Good moves, but it's only paid subscription only. You know, you can't just be like, oh, turn them on. And they used to be like on Spike or whatever. I think that's how one's going to be. But we'll see. The other guy I wanted to talk about that was part of the Joshua Usyk card was uh, was, uh, two fights below them. It was uh, Callum Smith. You texted me about that, dude. And I was not watching because I was at work. Yeah. Um, And I didn't watch it when I got back. Yeah. So Callum Smith. I mean, of course, before he only, you know, caught got on our radar, I want to say, at least on my radar, when he fought Canelo, when Canelo was cleaning up the super middleweight division and he beat Callum Smith, you know, the tall, lanky British guy. And then since then, since losing to Canelo, Callum Smith has gone up to light heavyweight now. And he's had, yeah, yeah, on this past card, it was his second fight at light heavyweight. And he but when, he's won both of his fights at, in that division by knockout. Like devastating knockouts, and he says he's making a run for uh, either Bivol or Better BF. So that would be interesting. That would, that would be interesting. 
That would be interesting. I I think I've the last time I saw him was against Canelo. See, but then no, he did have a fight afterward. I think it was actually it was during Usyk Joshua the first fight. He was on that card. He flatlined that guy bad. It was one of those knockouts where he fell and like you know there when the limbs like stiffen up. It was that bad. And then yesterday it was just the the check left hook. And it just did the trick. And he, yeah, he almost knocked the guy out of the ring yesterday. He like was in, Dang. in, but he was like through the ropes. It was nasty. And I was just like, okay, Callum Smith. It, you know, he his power actually transferred from super middleweight to light heavyweight, and that's exciting. I need to look up the highlights for that one, dude. I didn't even see the highlights. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Usman Edwards poster looks sick, by the way. Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah. 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 But the trick to getting one of those posters is you got to remember the bartender's name at Buffalo Wild Wings and just be friendly to them. And, you know, just be like, oh, thank you for everything. And that, and, you know, next thing you know, I have a poster in my hand. When's the last, <laughs> when's the last UFC event you don't have a poster for? I feel like, I feel like you get, I didn't, get, I didn't get the last one. I did not get the last one. No. The, was it 277? Yeah. Nunez and uh, Pena too. I did not get a poster for that. They didn't pass them out? Yeah, no, or... no, and then yeah, sometimes I feel weird about asking about it. Like, hey, so uh, where's the posters at? No, if, yeah, if they pass them out, cool. If not, whatever, it's not the end of the world. I was trying to go watch them at um, anywhere really at some sports bar, but ended up streaming them. You know, how it is <gasps> yeah, Dana's gonna get me, man. It's gonna get you, yeah. I went to yeah, beat ups, but yeah, see, Callum Smith. Yeah, we'll have to watch out and see what he does. But oh yeah, it was yesterday was a was it a title eliminator for the IBF. So he definitely has a run for Better BF, I believe, but Better BF already has a fight lined up in the near future. So Callum Smith might just sit sit it out to wait it out. I don't know. We'll see. Some some good stuff happening. For sure. Boxing uh, all all weight divisions. Got some good UFC cards coming up too. Gone versus Tuivaza. What is that? Two weeks yes. from today? Two weeks. weeks. Next week we have no fights. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have to be young for once in the last uh, what seven weeks or whatever that there's been. Yeah, it's just been weeks, weekends, weekend after weekend. So See. maybe See maybe I'll explore this city some more next week. Maybe. <laughs> then you got Kimbayov. Jamayo versus Diaz. Week after that, UFC 279. That's going to be sick. Um, now with Tony Ferguson on that, but let's see. Let's see this card in France. Uh, let's see. They've got Joaquin Buckley, Ricardo Ramos. Whitaker Vittori. Yep. Nasra Akrasad. That lightweight that's kind of looking nice out there right now so that's going to be a good fight yeah it's a pretty decent card it's not like not crazy exciting but it won't be terrible there's some low-key names on there's some some names that you know aren't casual friendly but yeah yeah I think for it's sure. that's be, what i'm saying like yeah but i think like, there will be some good fights on there oh yeah. yeah it'll be a good fight it'll be interesting and it's in france it'll probably be a early start time also Dang, I forgot about that. I might be at work at that time. Whatever. Whatever. We'll figure it out. September 3rd. Yeah, we'll see how that one goes. John, do some picks real quick for this main card. 
Or what one? Uh, France card? France card. Okay, sure. But yeah, because then after that, I figure we'll do pay-per-view on the next episode. Okay, let's see. Main card. Let me see this. Nazrat. Oh, he's the German. First fight on that main card is uh, Charles Jordan versus Nathaniel Wood. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Jordan on that one, man. I'm looking up Nathaniel Wood's recent record. Well, he's been exchanging wins and losses. Interesting fact about Jordan. He lost yeah. his most recent fight to Burgos, who just got released from the UFC. Shane That's Burgos. Right. Bad they messed move. up on that one. They messed up, man. He was exciting to watch. He, he just know. won. He, was, he made fights fun. He was a he made him into a dog fight. He loved to brawl. He was fun to watch. Did he go to Bellator? I forget. No, he's he, in PFL. PFL. They must they must have paid him, dude. Because oh yeah, no, no interview. Once that was announced, he, they said that uh, uh, PFL's offer was a lot higher than the UFC's, so he went with it. See, I don't dude. blame him. Yeah, no. When he talks. I don't blame yeah, him, especially in this sport. Like you know, you could end your career. In one event, and yep. UFC's tripping for not. Oh, they messed up. Even um, Dana admitted shortly after that they messed up. Like, he wasn't involved in the renegotiations, and uh, yeah, he messed up on that one. And it slipped through the cracks. Now they they lost a good fighter. Fighter pay in general, though we are we all know. Yeah, it's a that's a big whole issue. <laughs> Very big. Let's see. After that, Taylor. Lapilus against Khalid Taha. Yeah, I got a. Uh, I got Khalid on this one. I, I'll be honest. I don't remember seeing. Um, Taha has lost his last Taylor. three fights. So yeah, I, I would say Taylor Lapilus from France. Okay, okay. So it's a French fighter. It makes sense why he's on the card, and he's got a decent run lately. Oh, it's his it's his UFC debut also. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just about to say. I don't think I've ever seen him fight before. All right, that's cool though. Giving him his uh, UFC debut in France. So, is it a hometown or just whatever his home country? It's France. Yeah, he's French fighting in France, so that's cool. Let's see. After that, we've got John McDessie against Nazarak Hakprasat. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> Hakpar, I don't know. Hakparos, Hakparos. Say that. Say that five times fast. <laughs> I got. I got Nasrat on yep, that one. I agree. Just beat Bobby Green. No, he lost to Bobby Green. He lost to Bobby Green. Hmm. And in the and before that, he lost to Dan Hooker. So he's on a losing streak. Yeah. Three fight. Oh no, two fight losing two fight, streak. Two fight. He beat Garcia. Back in March of last year. So this one's an interesting one. John McDessey, French Canadian. So that's he Baja Mondes. Uh, do you remember that fight? No. He beat Baja Mondes. I don't remember how. Um, but dang, I might change my pick on this one. What was this? Wait, you're saying Nazareth? Uh, no, Magdesi oh. beat. I was, like, where not... I was like, where are you reading this? Okay, split decision. 
Uh, yeah, he fought Trin he fought old man Trinaldo before that. Oh, and this is gonna be his first fight of this year. He hasn't fought since April of twenty twenty one. Yeah. So another victim of the pandemic. So we'll see. Yeah, I would say Magdesi. I'd say that's a good good pick, Magdesi. Then we got Alessio de, de Chirico. Yeah. Against, against Roman Kapilov. Okay, so de Chirico is Italian. Let's see. Interesting. A lot of these guys are coming off a loss, man. Oh, especially de Chirico. Oh, he's the one that he's the one that got. He's the one that got flatlined by Joaquin Buckley. Is he? Yeah. That's hmm. here. Remember not that Buck one viral one. It's not? No, that viral one. Oh, no, wait, one. no. Never mind. He knocked out Joaquin Buckley. Hits the fight after that. He knocked out Joaquin Buckley? Yeah. I was reading it wrong. What? But th that was his one win in his last five. <laughs> so... Dude, you're right. Did and he beat Patrick Cummings and Al Hassan? Oh no, he lost to Al Hassan. Yeah, in his last fight, he got knocked out in 17 seconds. I still got Dechirico or however you say his name for this fight. All right. I mean, I say I don't know who Roman Kap Kapilov is. There's, I got nothing on that, him. That's mainly why I'm picking Dechirico because at least I recognize his name. <laughs> and then the good fights. Robert Whitaker, old Bobby Knuckles. Marvin, taking on Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori. <laughs> um, so lackluster. It's like, it's Marvin. He's got a chin, and he is durable, good cardio or whatever, but I... Whitaker's going to piece him up. Whitaker's going to piece him up, man. And he's, Whitaker's striking is second to none. He's a Second he's really only good. to Adesanya. Like and yeah, he's one of those fighters where you know if it wasn't for the current champion, he'd be the champion. He's the Kobe Covington of the of this division of the of the middleweight division. Yep, yep. So yeah, I think yeah, Robert Whitaker will win it by decision. That's a that's an easy safe bet, I believe. I think so too. I I don't see because other than his last loss when he rematched uh, Adesanya, Whitaker went on a good tear. He beat everybody else: Gastelum, Cannoneer, Darren Till. His only losses were to Adesanya of him not being champion. Yeah. Vittoria is coming off that win against Costa, but... Is that his last fight? Yeah. Wow. October of, la October of last wow. year. Last year. So yep, he's Whitaker. 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 Mm -hmm. Easily. This fight, Cyril Ghanen tied to Ivasa. You could not have more polar opposite fighters and personalities in a cage. Oh yeah, now <laughs> I want I to win just so that I see another Shui as annoying as I think that those are. And I just want to see him walk out. He always walks out to the best music. <laughs> Was it in Chicago when I saw him fight? He walked out. Oh yeah, you were there. He walked out to. Oh no, wait, you weren't there for that one. That was two twenty five. Oh. Two twenty five. He walked out to uh, the theme song from the Titanic. For I don't, yeah. I don't remember that, but. And then, uh, oh, his, I think one of his last fights, he walked out to Wannabe by the Spice Girls and everybody <laughs> turned in the arena. It was great. I, it's, I would like a Taitui Vasa knockout. It can happen, right? Anything can happen. I'm not going to lie. I put my money on Taitui Vasa. I actually made a bet on DraftKings because the odds are so wide on this one. A Taitui Vasa win, 
it'll it'll pay out good. That's a that's a dangerous one. I, I'm gonna have to think about that one, dude. Like I can see bucks. I can see gone. You know, got, okay, for for those that don't himself. know, let's explain the type of fighters they are. Okay, so Cyril Gan is going to be very calculated. He's a kickboxer. He's he going to maintain dance. his distance. Yes. He's so fluid for a heavyweight. He's, he's a quick. sniper. Mm-hmm. He's measured. He's calculated. Right. He's going to yep. wait. He's going to wait for opening. He's going to bait him. On he's the other pop, hand, pop, pop. Yep. You got Ty. Bam Bam to Ivazo. I was going to say, his, his nickname Bam is, is Bam Bam because he just goes out there and he swings. He makes it fun, and it's just it's just fun watching him. He just swings carelessly. <laughs> My favorite is that Greg Hardy knockout, man. I was Oh, yeah. I was happy about that one. Everybody was happy about that. I mean, he had a good knockout when he uh, took out Derek Lewis with that elbow. He face-planted him. But, you know, that was just like, okay, there's, these are two guys that are you know dangerous knockout power kind of guys but thing is with nobody like greg hardy let's just say that yeah yeah. don't nobody like him for real and i just don't know if he can catch gun he's gonna have to pressure him and chase him otherwise gun is just gonna pick him apart like gun did it to Derek lewis this would be i think maybe a similar fight to that Anything can happen. I can see Tuivaza pulling off a knockout, but it would have to be early. I think I I, I see Tuivaza getting tired, and yep. it's a five round fight. Five round fight, and these are big boys. Big boys. One of them has much better cardio. Oh yeah, like if you put them next to each other, one looks like an athlete, the other guy looks like your uncle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> real. Wow, yeah, man, a lot of uncle brought up in this in this episode. Yeah. Uh, you need to meet your uncles, man. Marijuana. So, <laughs> um. Well, yeah, dude. I, I, I would still put my money on God. Did you make any money last night? Last night, I only put like five bucks down on Jose Aldo because it was like whatever kind of odd I felt about that one. So no, lost five bucks. Well, at least you didn't lose four hundred thirty thousand dollars like Drake. Oh, look at that! Drake losing more money. Yeah, he bet on Aldo. And then afterwards, when he lost that bet, I think it was afterwards, he bet on Usman. And I'm like, mm. must be nice. He's probably not even tripping about it. I feel like well, he loses every bet. Yeah, it's not even his even, money, though. No, but they didn't even say that he had bet. Like, I remember the Aldo one. It was live. It was during the entrances. Aldo's, you know, doing his cage walk. And it said, it said a big better place, you know, 40,000. And I was just like, hmm, who do we know that? Bets this kind of money every Drink. time. Every time. I was but, mad the whole event because first four fights of the main card, I was four four on my picks, right? And yeah, we were like, we were feeling good, like, oh my god, we're gonna do this. We could maybe even actually win a parlay for once. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> my plan was to do a parlay. I was pretty. I was like, I'm kind of confident about this like five fight parlay today. Good thing I didn't place a bet because. That Usman thing was not supposed to happen, and it would have lost me some money. But it was fun. It's funner when you don't when you don't bet. Yeah, and you're, you just enjoy it and not be like, "Oh, there goes my rent." No, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But yeah, man. So we we can talk about the the pay per view. 
Next, next time, time then. Yeah, next time. Yeah, I'm saying that right now. Yeah, yeah we yeah. could we could go over how this following uh, fight night in Paris goes out and uh, preview UFC 279 Chimaya versus Diaz for sure. And at that time, there will also be Canelo and Triple G three. Yes, and we can co- definitely also cover how. Uh, Ruiz and King Kong goes. Those are gonna be. Those are gonna be good. I, uh, those are on like the same day or something like the same. Weekend, all three so. of them are on the same weekend. No, 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 no. Uh, King Kong and Ruiz and Paris, UFC Paris are on the same. Oh, okay. uh, I think they're like one's a Saturday, one's a Sunday. So yeah. Yeah, for sure we'll go over those. And then we'll preview Canelo and UFC two seventy nine. Sounds like a plan. All episode right. two, episode two point five, I guess you'd say. <laughs> Um, I will make copies of these too, so that we don't lose episode the official episode one now. And um, okay, that was fun, man. All right, awesome, sounds good. All right, see you uh, in a couple weeks, I guess. All right, sounds good. All right, man. Peace. Peace.